Um, now let's pick back up where we left off. Um, I believe Carolyn, I'm sorry, I believe Sharika and Patty had a comment and then yeah. we'd love to hear your input on this conversation, um, Mary. Just, just jump right in, okay? So Patty, why don't you start? So I was going to comment to Miss Carol, you know, it's really interesting that you um, you had mentioned religion and um, feeling like some of our comments were opposite, but as opposite as some of that is, I received some of the same um, treatment. For example, I did quote unquote do things the right way according to my religion. I got married and I had my children with my husband at the time, but we were too young. Why didn't we wait, right? Then mm -hmm. now divorced and I have another child from a different relationship. And now, you know, I get judgment for that. I actually was um, kind of mistreated in the church when they found out that I was pregnant and I wasn't married to my youngest uh, child's father. And wow. I leaned into religion because I, you know, according to Bible and what's preached, you, I shouldn't have done that. And so I was feeling, I was dealing with this guilt and now I have another child and, you know, so I leaned into religion and I was ostracized and that's when mm. I needed it most. Right. Um, and yeah. so that took me away from religion, but what got me back to spirituality was my child, was my youngest son. Um, he suffers from developmental delays, but that baby is, if we, when we talk about blessings, that baby is mm. a blessing. Mm. Um, every day, every little challenge that he goes through, he does it with a smile. And mm. so, um, although I didn't get the support, and although I didn't get the love that I thought I was going to get family, family talked to me crazy during that pregnancy. I was so shocked at how um, vocal people are with their opinions on what you're doing with your life and your body and your household. People who don't, you know, cash app you, don't ask if they can watch. The <laughs> they may not even be mothers. <laughs> right. Those are the ones with the best advice. <laughs> the ones with no yeah. kids. Yes. Yeah. Well, it comes from everywhere. It doesn't matter if you're young and you have children. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if you're older and you have children. It doesn't matter if you think if you read all the books or you don't read a book. Everyone is yeah. going to have an opinion mm -hmm. and think that their unsolicited advice is the advice you need to, to take. Right. Well, Miss Carol, I stand. Yeah. I stand with you in that. And this Sharika, why don't you jump in? Yeah. Yes, because this is where Max said that I'm going to tell the truth and I'm going to tell the whole truth. And people just need to shut up. <laughs> just shut <laughs> up. And I will tell y'all, I, I am literally at church. My father-in-law is a pastor. This is his, his office. I am sitting at church. But I read my own Bible. And my mm. own Bible tell me <laughs> not to be out here judging other people's journey. Right. Yeah. business. Right. And if you are not coming in to help, just shut completely uh. up. right <laughs> I just did that people are so and the um I think it was Keena mentioned something earlier just about even having kids people will well when are you having a baby when are you having a, like are you gonna help me you're not so just stay mm -hmm. out of my business we we wound shame people we mm -hmm. we want to know all of their personal business around having yeah. kids and then around raising their kids. Mm -hmm. Now, it's different if you are being part of that village, if it if you are coming in with support and a cash app. But if you're not, 
<laughs> That's right. And the the only other thing I will say is that um, it is Teacher Appreciation Week, and I was teacher for a long, long, long time. And talk about a village. If you have ever been a teacher, you know how many kids slip up and call you mom mm-hmm. on a regular yeah. basis. And wow. they don't think that you are their mom. And they're definitely not trying to replace their mom. But it really is that I love you and I know you're here for me. And you just look at it and be like, yes, I am, sweet darling. Yeah. yeah. Here for Got you. to be a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that nurturing. It's- It's the the nurturing. And, and a lot of people don't get that. I would say that I was one of those people who didn't necessarily get that nurturing from my mom, but I knew she was there. I knew, you know, the love was there. She had four of us. She had to take care of all of us. She had to take care of business. So I understood that, you know, she was doing the best that she could, but we were around family. We were around people that we knew we were always taken care of, always protected, always loved. So it's that nurturing Yep. And, and my mom was the same way, just working and working and working. You know, I, I will say that, first of all, I have seven children, six daughters and one son, range, ranging in age from 37 to 25. So we hit all the odd numbers this year. <laughs> yeah, and six six grandchildren. So um, I think a lot about motherhood, obviously, because I have six daughters and they're having children. And, you know, the whole guilt thing that is just thrown at us. It's just such a paradox because if motherhood, whether you have you give birth to your own children or you adopt or raise somebody else's kids, it's one of the most powerful, nurturing, giving, sacrificial identities and re- responsibilities. And yet we are constantly showered with questioning guilt, criticism, um, gossip. And it just ruins what's meant to be powerful and to help uh, affirm us and help us know our value. And so the self-talk that we have to do and the encouraging of one another is so important, which is why this show to, uh, today for Mother's Day is so important. Um, every, every mother deserves a pat on the back and a million bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll take, I'll take that. I'll take the latter if, before the pat on the back, honestly. Uh, Joyce, you want to piggyback on that? You know, I mean, she she said it perfectly. She said it perfectly. I mean, the one thing that popped out to my mind is, you know, we always say, you know, check on kids, check on kids. Who's checking on the mothers? It's right. hard out here. You know, it is seriously hard out here. And um, like you said, the most important thing that we can do, you know, from, you know, people that felt like they had it all together, they did everything perfectly for motherhood and they feel they live in the best life to those that, no, I started way too early. I was a baby when I had my baby, you know, or the person in between where I was grown. I should have been okay Mm -hmm. and released of, you know, the criticism and the judgment when I'm, you know, I'm old enough to make my own decisions when I'm ready to start a family and, and, you know, and who with and so forth, Um, you know, but we tend to still, you know, get so overwhelmed by the things that people say about, especially, and I know we talk about our village and I could not have, done a lot of what I'm doing parenting without my village um Mm -hmm. but it is hurtful even when the people in your village um sometimes can sway and say hurtful things or you know or judge the way you're parenting um just because maybe that didn't line up with what they want so I think the most important thing is we just have to say you know there's no rule book it's our book we write Mm -hmm. the rule based on our Mm -hmm. children you know I think the thing is though where it all 
comes together and can be so beneficial to one another is that we have conversations like these, that we can give little things that tidbits, little gems, little jewels that we can share with one another. Will it work for your child? Can't guarantee, but it's something. It's something to give you, to give you some hope, give you something that you can give, you know, to try. And I think um, to just connecting with younger mothers that don't know how to be a mother. You know, I have a friend who that's her focus. She says, Mm -hmm. I'm here to try to reach out to, you know, young mothers who, you know, don't have the dad around or they don't, they weren't taught how to be moms, you know, and try to build on that and give them the support they need. So um, I just got to thank you, um, Max, because this is just great. Um, and it's yeah. just good to talk about it. And so many mm-hmm. things impact who we are as mothers and as women, Black women, and we do. You're exactly right as far as... Um, I believe it was Patricia said that, you know, we carry so much as black women anyway, you know, so we have so much we're overcoming, but we cannot let go of the fact that we are good mothers. We are good at what we do. We may not get approval with everyone else, but as long as our kids, they're happy. That's where our approval comes from. Yeah. 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 You're tuned into In My Humble Opinions Mother's Day special great group of women I'm talking to here today.